Dave and Jeff. It is August 5th, 2021. Dave, uh, my God, all day long, people are like, what's going on? You seem like you're walking on a cloud. I said, how can I not be walking on a cloud? The excitement in this town is overwhelming. And they said, what are you talking about? The pods look like shit. Melanson sucks. We couldn't get anybody at the trade deadline. I'm like, God damn, don't you see the news of the day, woman? Is your head been in the goddamn clouds all day? They said, tell us what we're missing. They said, what we're missing is the exciting news. It's been on the ticker all day. You've seen it. News everywhere. Congratulations to the great Steve Woods, who's been named the new PA voice of San Diego's own 1917 football club. I couldn't be more <laughs> excited for him. Listen, all kidding aside, anytime you have a chance to add another $21 to your wallet, you'd be a fucking maniac not to do it, right? I mean, we all know that. It's going to cost you more than fucking gas money to drive to Hamul, wherever those games are played. And he's got his headshot out today. Did he really? Yeah, he put his headshot out. Hey. What a pleasure to have this opportunity. What are you, the new fucking lead singer of Journey? <laughs> Wait a second. I've never been to a professional soccer game in my life. Yes, you have. You went to a San Diego Spirit game. Okay, so great example. I did go to a Spirit game. I do not remember the PA announcer. Does the uh, PA announcer exist in soccer? Uh, yeah, I think so. When? Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and remove your cap for the playing of God Save the Queen. They played the uh, the English national anthem because it's an English sport. Oh, that's good to know. And then that's it? Yeah. Because then, there's hardly any scoring. Yeah. Does he get paid by the word? Uh, hey, everybody, don't forget, coming up at halftime, we have the 50-50 raffle. Right now, we're taking a look. It looks like our numbers are up to $71. $71. So somebody is going to be nice enough to walk out here. Uh, tonight with thirty-five fifty, will it be you? Buy your tickets. Look for Craig Elston. He'll be walking around in the scarf and the look of sadness. Don't forget fifty-fifty raffle coming up. Also, want to remind you, coming up in halftime, Jim McGinnis will be here playing classic rock. Since he's not working on any radio station anymore, Jim McGinnis will be here. You can ask him any questions you want about the babies. Were they the same after John Waite left the band? Jim is coming up at halftime. Again, our score uh, with 71 minutes to go, nil-nil. <laughs> Honest to God, do you know where they're playing? I don't know if I gave a fuck. <laughs> I, I watched this today. Yeah. You know, every time I look at social media, I, I look, right? And I just think Paul must just go home at night and, and he must just struggle with Megan to keep from getting the pizza slicer and doing that AEW move and just slicing his own forehead. God damn it, Paul. No. I can't do it anymore. This fucking guy got a job on Witch Witch Radio and he's acting like he's just been named the goddamn Secretary of State. Paul, get a hold of yourself. Poor Paul's driving around selling weed in a bag. And this fucking guy's taking PA, every PA job in the county. We, you know, I keep seeing these chicks doing these GoFundMe's and, yeah. and Venmo for for cash, yeah. so they can go drinking. Yeah, we gotta fucking do a Venmo for Paul just for his goddamn mental state. <laughs> I go, who the fuck?
fuck is this? Who's that guy that played? Uh, who was the, it? Was Bob Saget? Yeah. Stamos, and who was the third guy? Dave Goulier. Dave Goulier. Remember his? Yeah. He'd always have a kind of that headshot. I go, what the fuck's Dave Goulier doing on my timeline? Oh, it's Woods, because he got hired as the voice of Arco. <laughs> Fuck. And all these people just jumping in. My God, what a day. Oh, I'm so thrilled for you and Hannah and Bo and the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Is that what they right? The other one? I was working, so I just saw it passing. I had no idea what the fuck was going on until you started a, a group text. I didn't even know. I didn't hear it. Costa just wrote to me on that group text, what's 1916? <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, it's the new lacrosse team. Do Woods respond? Not Get yet. all pissed? I'm mad. Fuckers. Fuckers. I mean, listen, if he's a PA... Where, tell me tonight where we come in and we're excited that he's the new PA guy. If he's the new guy at Petco Park. That's different. That'd be incredible. Because there's one professional team in this town. Yeah. I mean, a real professional team. I'm sorry. All the other ones are a joke. The Loyal's a joke. The fucking, the Smash, whatever the hell they're called down, uh, the other lacrosse team that he has that job, it's a joke. And Seals. This, Seals. Come on, everybody, let's go. Let's get these seals going. It's two-minute power play. Let me hear you barking out there. Isn't that what he does? This this 19... 19- Costa just wrote, oh, okay. Congrats, Steve, with a question mark. Like it might be part of his community. <laughs> like Steve got a fucking like, jury duty. Yeah. Hey, and he went, and they were like, hey, you got a fucking... Uh, community service because he fucking put a heater out on the street or jaywalked. And they're like, uh, you want to do community service or you want to pay the fine? What's my community service? Are you the fucking PA guy at the eighteen fourteen games? Fuck. <laughs> Hannah, where's my headshot? Does this mean he's going to start talking soccer on there? I we already have already a show did. that does that. Are we having two shows in San Diego that talk soccer on there? I'm pretty sure the 19, it's the 1904. Okay. Which That's, team's better, the Loyal or the 04? Loyal. Really? Yeah. And they're a joke. Yeah. And. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. The Galaxy's a fucking joke. LAFC's a joke. When you, you consider, like, what is the best of the best in soccer, yeah. everyone will tell you that's a joke. It's not the best of the best in the world. Not even close. Dave, I went to a Tottenham Hotspurs game. Yeah, I heard. You sang, didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. How many verses of this are they? Just keep singing, fuckface. Okay, I will. Here we go. Oh, fuckface. The name English accent, you let some guy call you a fuckface? I did. All right, everybody, let's get up. on It's a Corky's 1904 power play. Is Steve going to start wearing a scarf? You mean start? <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have that horrible cough if he wore a scarf. What's the matter? Is my boy sick? That's what he said. He was sick today. Hey. Playing hurt? We'll take the phone calls. We're going to need him. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Serious? 
Paul, Paul and Ben are going to need your help. <laughs> you got COVID? First day. Doesn't know where the cough button is. His doesn't know how it works. Fuck. Jesus, embarrassing. God damn. Hey, well, listen. We're not going to go too far down this, but you remember what Kentori said. Well, hey, that's hey. true. High maintenance, bruh. Yep. And we were like, no way. Yeah. I remember that. Cantori, I believe, told us, he goes, dude, it would be, it would be 559 and Woods was nowhere in sight, smoking heaters outside. And he'd have to play some bullshit song, trying to waste time for Woods to come back in the building. Playing Cracker Man? Yeah. By Stone Temple Pilot. He said that, it, what, Cantori said they got blown out because fucking Woods was putting his heaters out against the building wall, leaving marks yeah. and shit. Well, I heard, what I heard was that everybody came in on a Saturday to work together to alphabetize the CDs and and the voice of the loyal or whatever the fuck he is now was like, not this guy. Not me. You don't see man cow doing that. The fuck I'm going to be doing it. They're like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. The fuck you won't. You can get the fuck out of here. Here's a box. Schleppy. Hey, what? All right, I'll do it. Who's got the C's? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You take your smashing pumpkins and you get the fuck out of here. I got Cat Stevens. We don't play him. You fucking liar. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it. God damn it. What am I going to tell Gary? Steve West is God is here. God rest his soul. Only decent guy that ever worked in this shitty industry. And he's here, mate. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited, Dave. You texted me like, hey, man, we got to go out and support the 1904 and Steve. 100% I did not. <laughs> what? You just And I will say? not. You will not? Fuck, I'm not going to one of those fucking games, dude. Not in a million years. What if you... Well, and I you don't know, care if they're free. I don't care what the fuck. Oh, I don't, you think there's a chance that guy I'm fucking puts us on the pass shit. list? Fuck. I am definitely not going. I went we gotta, to one spirit game, and Shannon McMillan came in studio every week. We got a better chance of fucking Braden and Coach putting us on the pass list. <laughs> After all, we fuck with those guys. <laughs> You, think you know what's funny? We have done more to help that fucking show, by the way, yes. than anybody. People tell me all the time, I cannot stop listening to Coach. No, the shit you guys point out, Jeff, number one, sounds just like him, and then waiting for Angry Coach to come up, but it never happens. What if Angry Coach was uh, PA voice? Hey, I would take that in a second. Hey, that's a tripping out there, Blue. I would take that in a second. Right? I like how Coach talks to listeners like they're guests. Like, it keeps them on for 15 minutes. Yeah, hey, I look forward to it. You call back, Charlie. Where are you at? You got me fired up. Well, Coach, I'm out here at Santee, Santee Lakes. Oh, they biting today? What you getting out there? Well, I've been trying to get some yellowtail. Yeah, it's probably the only tail you're going to get. Excuse me? Charlie, I've seen you. You're what the guys on the block used to call old Flacido Domingo. It still works. The fuck it does, Charlie. You couldn't fuck your fist. I'll take my fist and cave it right into your ribs. My heart. <laughs> Charlie, hang on. You want to play bench the coach? 
Hang on, let me catch my breath. What's the topic today, Brandon? Now we're going to play baseball. Outstanding. I, I didn't do so good against Beat Woods. Fucker rigs it all with his bullshit music. <laughs> I'll play. Yeah, guess what? Say hello to the dial tone, Charlie. You're out of here. Fuck you, coach. <laughs> Tell your sister I said, what's up? Son of a bitch. The angry coach was the fucking PA guy. I'd be a season ticket holder. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be, it'd be great. They blew it. Poor fucking Ben is just sitting there. Shelly! This fucker gonna break down the 1904 draft and try to be excited because we've got Cha-Cha Namdar's kid. Wawa Namdar. I don't know, B. Fuck! B. Let's go on, B. Do you think of that house at Shell and B? Yeah. Yeah. Paul's just like, fuck. I'm going to go write my fucking I journal. Eight, I got 80 bags of weed in my back seat, and I make a third of what those fuckers make. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put a fucking Venmo together and get Paul a big goddamn Everlast heavy bag. So every time one of these fucking things like dub go out over Twitter, where the fuck are the gloves? <laughs> They're right here, baby. Fuck. Fuck. Be right back. Be right back. Fill up my thermos. I need chicken noodle soup for the road. He just goes in the back. He just hear, you know, like when you hit that heavy bag, it's just that squeak, squeak of the chain going back and forth. Fuck, 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 fuck. Turn your wrist, honey. Not now. Not now. <laughs> I just don't want you to get hurt. Well, thank you. Squeak, squeak. Fuck. We get it. Paul, before you leave, we pick up the dog shit. Ah! Fucking guy with his hot dog review. Bang, bang, bang. Fuck. Fuck, I talked to Adam, but that fucking guy's delivering mail. Dude, he was running the board for coach the other day. <laughs> What's the topic, Adam? I'm like, wait a second. That's the equivalent. Is the boss running the board for coach? Dude, what Adam's doing is the equivalent if you saw Jace Tingler in a fucking rain delay pulling the tarp out across the infield. Right? You're right. You're and 100% just Jason, right. Jason Rod Barajas were leading the fucking Larry Rothschild. You go like... Is that our fucking manager? <laughs> Jace just went out and he was the dancing ground screw guy. He's the guy with the broom dancing yeah. at second base. You fucking that Jace Tingler? Yeah. yeah, things are a little tight. He's our <laughs> manager and our fucking lead tarp guy. Or he's the fucking mascot. Oh my gosh. How many people right now want Jace Tingler fired? People Me? are freaking the fuck out. Do you want him out? Are you pissed at him? Yeah. Were you watching the game yesterday? I know you, you had to work. Were you paying attention? You always listen on the radio. Yeah, I... I mean, it was weird. A couple things. One is, the Padres win that game if he doesn't get pro far. Third base coach doesn't get pro far. Thrown out by 80 feet at home plate. Yeah. They win that game. It was really weird because you usually don't see it like that. Like, you know, if there's a play at home, it better be perfect, bam, bam. But pro far looked back like, what the fuck you send me for? 
And then uh, it was Bobby Dickerson. Mm-hmm. And then in the extra innings, they go and they make a defensive substitution. They take Marishnik out. He brought in four defense. Yeah. And he put Myers out there. had no desire to go against that Jesus wall. <laughs> and, and then you lose the game. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And what would happen at the trade deadline that made us make this move? Marishnik's supposed to be the better fielder. He is. He's supposed to be one of the best fielders. He just can't hit for shit. God Yet you damn. take him out, you put Will Myers is like, is my head crooked? Because I'm ready to go in the game. I'm good. I was sleeping. I was sleeping. I'm not touching that wall. I'm not going to catch that ball. God damn. God damn. <laughs> what the fuck? How did he lose that game? Yeah. What's funny, I mean, this is this is San Diego, right? And it's funny because I think the old school Padre fans are like, well, we've kind of seen this act before, right? I would be fine if they said that, Jeff. I'm so tired of people saying this is a great team. It's not no. a great team. You can't be in third place and call yourself great. Isn't that great? Come on. The guy, the guy who's great. I mean, you got a couple guys that are great. Machado's great, no doubt about it. When he plays, Tatis is great, and uh, and that's really about it. I'm sorry, you can't tell me Fam's great. You can't tell me Grisham's great. Myers isn't great. Cronor is pretty fucking good, if not great. He's he, good. He's not great. He's not even hit over 300. He's not hit. He doesn't have you know 30 home pretty runs. Pretty fucking good, dude. He's good. The, the word good is no shame in saying good. Machado's good right now. He's not playing great. We struck out four times yesterday. That didn't help. Hey, the A's bring it. <laughs> yeah, Machado's fucking awesome. He's Tatis not, is good. Yes, he's he not is. great. Hate, he's not you great. You hate Machado. He's not. Bullshit. It, there's a difference between great. Nobody, nobody pays for defense. Okay, you pay for his bat. Yeah. What the fuck? How many? How many home runs does he have right now? How many home runs do you think he has? He's on pace for about thirty home runs. I think he's got twenty-two. Okay, he's on pace for. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up for you. He's. Yeah. He's on pace for about 30. All right. Okay. But that's not great. Uh, it's pretty great, fucking good. Great is over 40. You've always hated that guy. No, I, I you do, have no 100%. Credibility. Yeah, you hate I don't, him. Don't, I have a reason for saying I hate him. He's what, underachieved. He, for the Dodgers? For everybody. Outside, everybody. What has he ever fucking won? What has he ever led the team in? He's fucking good. Jack shit. He has 20 home runs. All right. So he'll hit 50. There are 50 games left of the oh, season, shit. you fucking cocksucker. You motherfucker. You take it back. Don't say that. I'll bludgeon you. Right here tonight. Bob Crane style. <laughs> he's going to end up with about 100 RBIs and 30 home runs. Yeah, let me say he's going to bludgeon you Bob Crane style. I heard Just you. Just talking. Dude, there's worse shit you write to me. I did. I did. I'm going to publicly apologize. I wrote Dave something so vile today that I almost didn't hit send. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. He's not doing anything. He's just watching TikTok videos. I'm working. <laughs> and then I wrote it back. I go, hey, sorry about that first line I just sent you. And he wrote, no, you're not. I go, I know. <laughs> That's about the most vile thing I've ever said. When you send messages to your friends, yes. this is for everybody. Well, it's probably not for Geekster. I can't imagine no. Geekster or Rose. Sweetheart. Tracy doing this, so our apologies. Rose sent a note saying she's not on Twitter as much as she used to be. No, I know. She gets in Twitter fights. Yeah. Not our fu- That's why I love her, because she's a hothead. Wants to fight everybody. She fits in here perfect. Then all of a sudden, she just shows up. She's got a new kid. <laughs> she shows up. She's a new kid. Coolest of the cool. Um, but for the guys, 
and we all have the mentality. I'm talking to you, Creasy, Griff, all our buddies, right? Jimmy Hughes. There's just something in the in the male species. I I can't imagine, Dave, that it only happens with you and me and and Woods. Mike doesn't even do it. No. Mike's pretty bad. Mike's pretty bad. You're right. Um, we the, we bring back 1985. That's all I said. There are a lot of words that are inappropriate that you shouldn't be saying. But it's not even the words. It's just the description of the individual. That's yeah, it's incredibly the, it's so vindictive. It's always, it is vindictive. That's it's, exactly right. It's directed at me 90% of the time. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fun. And that means you're, hey, Dave... When we're not talking about you, that's when you should be concerned. <laughs> Is that right? We're not calling you fuckhead. Is that right? Yeah. By the way, I want to point out to people Let me hear it. that listen to the show. Yes. Listen to the show through the commercials to the end. Sometimes I think it's the best part of the show. I did something the other day on the show I was completely embarrassed about. Yeah, good job. And uh, you said, what was wrong with you? <laughs> A couple yeah. times at me. And I was shocked. I did take some heat, but not a lot. And you I was like, I don't think people are listening to the end because this was the chance where Jeff just called me out. And I, yeah. and the more I thought about it, you were right. That's terrible. I probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have said what I said. You could have been better. I could have been <laughs> Not that you would. Yeah, I completely yeah. embarrassed myself. But I, again, I didn't take as much heat as I thought I would. Mm, you should. There you go. I like the random questions that I ask you because I, no, was, I do too. Jeff 100% doesn't have any idea what the hell I'm about to say. No. Nobody, and you get a chance to get inside your head. Yeah. Nothing to see in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, I want to play a game with you tonight Okay. Because you know high school sports. Yeah. By the way, your, your, your son completely fucked me over today. Jack. By what? By not telling me you were going to be an hour late. I've been sitting in the seats since 645. So when did he finally text you? Like 805. Hey, I was supposed to send this text. My dad's not going to be there till 830. I'm like... I've been I, sitting in this chair since 645. I, we're going to dinner at 630. Yeah. I go, hey, do me a favor. Send Dave a text. Right. I go, you got Dave's number on your phone? He goes, yeah. I go, send Dave a text. Tell him I'm going to be there at 830 because I don't want him sitting out in that garage for two hours. Yeah, I've been there. He goes, Tell him thanks. And I got another text from your other son. Yeah. Hey, can you give me some money for the Helix football team? Of hey, course. you can fuck off. Shit. I'm not. Because your, your brother to. ruined it for you. Your brother. <laughs> <laughs> ah, your brother Fucked it up. So, Dave, um, today I was looking at the schedule. Where is this? The schedule for Helix football. And I don't know as many of these teams as you would. Yeah. So, we used to do this with the Chargers. It was fun. Win-loss, win-loss. Win-loss, win-loss. Amazingly, things start off next Friday. It's just a scrimmage, the 13th. That's fun. Scrimmage against Eastlake. Is that right? Yeah, they're a bunch of bitches, right? You know what? Eastlake's program was really good. Hit a hit a bad stretch for a little bit, but I think they're supposed to be really good again. Do you know Mira Mesa? This kind of bummed me out. Mira Mesa were, were dub and a bunch of our buddies went. Yeah. They now do not have enough kids to, to put together a freshman football team. Wow. You're seeing that a lot, even in baseball. Sad, huh? Yeah, you're seeing that a lot. Uh, here's the schedule, and again, I have not followed high school sports nearly yeah. as closely as I should have, so I'll defer to a lot of you that follow it. Uh, the first, And again, it's freshmen, so we don't know what, what the depth is coming in. Yeah. Uh, August 19th, uh, my late friend Cheech's birthday, they start their season against Christian. 
To me, Christian is a guy who wears bike shorts too many places around town and is probably a little too comfortable dancing in front of a mirror. That, to me, feels like a helix win. You know what? I know some kids that play on the Christian varsity team. Um, I have no idea what's going on with the freshman team. I do like their uniforms. They have the old New England Patriot helmets, you oh. know, with the guys in the yeah. three-point stance. I'm going to go, that's a win for Helix. Okay. Next are the kids that were not good enough to play at Benita Vista. Yeah. And had to settle for Otay Ranch. Otay Ranch isn't bad. I'm going Helix, though. Uh, next is the punks from uh, usually when they're not playing football, they're in choir, Santa Fe Christian. We used to like Santa Fe Christian. Yeah. Because it gave the kids that had come out from band practice. Yep. An opportunity to put the pads on one time and play Santa Fe Christian. That's kind of how we remember it. Yeah. Then you can tell me, hey, Brian Sipe coached there. Yeah, he coached there because nobody else. No, nah, I'm not going to say that. 20 years Brian, ago. Brian Sipe was a legend. I'm teasing. Okay, it, that's another win for you guys. You'll see when you face uh, Santa Fe Christian, those kids are going to be much smaller than your kids. Yeah. And probably extremely yeah. friendly, right? So I'll be embarrassed uh, by my No, behavior. I disagree with that 100%. Really? They're yeah. not very nice? No. no. Are they little uh, rich kids? Yes. What about these rich... I have two nephews that went there. Go uh, ahead. What about these rich pricks? Next day, uh, September the 9th, Cathedral. Oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. Those are all the kids that are on... Uh, 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 Roids, right? Yeah, those are the... That's High the, payroll. Cathedral always pulls that we don't give scholarships, but they yeah. 100% give scholarships. <laughs> they recruit and give scholarships. All right, that's big. You uh, lose that one. That's the first loss. September 16th. By the way, when we played Cathedral, when Jake was in school... Jake hit a kid, um, smoked a kid on the field, okay? Jake yeah. was a big kid. Yeah. Jake, I mean, Jake was a big dude. He got called up to varsity as a freshman. He's a big dude. And then a dad walked past me. He didn't know Jake was my son. Josh and I were walking, and a dad just comes right past me. Jake's walking in the car. And the cathedral father punched my kid in the back as hard as he could. Oh, that'd be it. would be it. And so, well, Jake turned around, and then the dad's between both of us, and I asked him, which one do you want? Yeah. Because I knew Jake could take the dad. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Like, dude, he just fucked up. It wasn't like Jake went down. Yeah. Jake turned around like, all right, it's on. And yeah. I was like, dude, you just made a huge fucking mistake. It's either his brother and me or or the one you just punched. Which kid, Which way you want to go with this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cathedral Dad fucking took a shot at a 14-year-old kid. Gave you all 20s and ran away. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck Cathedral. Exactly. Uh, next, another bunch of mouth-breathing cheaters from St. Augie, the Saints. Saints does the same thing Cathedral does. They recruit. Those motherfuckers. Oh, that game's on the road. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's fun, though. So, don't they play like a Mesa College? I don't know. Freshmen, they might play on their campus. I think they have a little little feel now. You know, the uh, the St. Augie campus is right by where the PSA flight went down. Yeah. You weren't here, but crazy. I know where it is. All right. This is kind of fun. On Saturday, September the 25th, uh, the gutty little Helix team travels to Anaheim. Do you, do you ever... Servite? Yeah. yeah private you might, school. You, you might have a tough time with that one. Yeah, they're another one that recruits, yeah. right? Yeah, the private schools recruit. People accuse uh, Helix of doing the same thing because they're a charter school. What? But I don't think so. Servite's tough. Uh, October 14th, Steel Canyon. <laughs> you guys win that one. That's a rival game. Yeah. This is what I told... It's the, a league game. That's a rival game. You this is what one. I told the coaches today about october 21st when they take on grossmont i yeah. said if the football team lays down as any girl from grossmont it's going to be a good day for the helix football team <laughs> coaches like that one if the football team lays down as easy as any girl from helix uh from grossmont does it shit watch it 
uh, we're in we're in good. And then finally on the twenty like eighth, a uh, couple of hamheads from Granite Hills, former home of Nick Albert. Yeah, they hired Aaron Creasy to be a coach yeah. there. Come on, what no. what are we doing here? No, you win that one too. I think you only have three losses. Yeah. So what is it? Ten games, seven yeah. and three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Not bad. I but, think your kids are going to love it. I tell you what, Dave. Have they started hitting yet? Yes. Really? Yes. They're doing Oklahoma drills. No shit. They're doing all kinds of shit. What do they think of the hitting part? They like it. But yesterday, so so funny. um, Have they had to hit each other? They haven't had to hit each other, but it was great today. So yesterday, they're doing Oklahoma drill. And, you know, all the freshman kids aren't uh, used to tackling. So... My son, Cade, lines up. Everybody remembers, right? You're, what are you, seven yards? They yeah. blow the whistle, really and then you're, like, then you're like a couple of battering rams. I don't even know if it's seven. Yeah. And he, so I go, hey, how'd it go? Ah, I hit the guy low. Coach was like, hey, hey, hey. We don't smoke our teammates. Jesus, what are you doing? <laughs> Relax. So I go, he goes, okay. So then I see him tonight. I pick him up, and there's something, man, really funny and, and I know my kids never played Pop Warner. They played hockey. Yeah, my they kids played. didn't either. So, but you know what this is, Dave. When you, and it's all the kids, right? Like I said, yeah. I cheer for Actually, all Actually, Jake the, played one year Pop Warner. Go ahead. But today they're on the lower field of Helix, yeah. right over by the baseball. And uh, there's something about seeing your sons walking up. Every kid's doing the same thing. They got kind of the the Steph Curry thing with the mouthpiece, yeah. right? Because you're yeah. done. But they're carrying the shoulder pads with the jersey over it, the helmet. They're in the pads, their cleats, the whole thing. And you're like, dude, my little seven and eight-year-old guys. Sweating like crazy. Sweat like crazy. And, uh, and this is the fun part is they get in the car, and I'm like, what's up? Okay. I'm in a dog safety. I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing at dog safety. I go, well, walk me through it. All right. So we got the guy in the slant, and now the guy in the slant with the tight end. But when the back comes in motion, and I'm like, this is the coolest day ever, right? And I go, okay. And so um, I'm with him at dinner. (laughs) And my son Cade's not talking. And I go, look, man, get out of your own head. Get out of your own head. He goes, you know what, Dad? That's really easy to just say. But Saturday, we have a scrimmage against the JV. And this is what you're going to hear when you're sitting out there. You're going to see me calling the signal, Mark 1, Mark 1. And then you're going to realize when the play runs and there's a receiver wide open that I just called the wrong coverage. And then you know what you're going to hear, Dad? You're going to hear this. Dotsap. Get your ass off my field. And it's going to be the worst day of my life. Dude, I almost... I I go, what? What are you laughing at? He's 100% right. If he calls the wrong coverage, he's going to be pulled off the field in an embarrassing way. He's not wrong. I go... And then he goes... Dude, I couldn't breathe. I go... Get that fucking scenario out of your head. I go, it's a scrimmage. That's what scrimmages are for. But there's just something. I go, just do me a favor tonight. What? I go, run your play thing by your mom. 
Because she won't know what the fuck you're talking about when you're talking about a guy in motion in the slant. And I'm supposed to, am I watching Y or Z? And I go, are you playing free or strong? I'm playing strong. I go, tight end's your guy. Watch him, right? I go, and follow you. Yeah. Stay in communication with your DB and your linebacker. Either your Will, your Sam, or your middle linebacker. Yeah. Figure out. And I said, watch the numbers. But I go, when you get in tonight to your mom, it's just, David, so funny. Yeah. Because we used to sit there. Weddle would do this all the time. Weddle, Charles Davis, these guys that played. And, and by no means am I trying to say anybody playing ninth grade football at any school is at that level. But you know what's going on is they're telling you everything that they're seeing. Yes. And you're not there. So you're trying to follow it, but you're visualizing it. And it's just, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. I go, dude. Well, if, if he's, he's playing strong, you're absolutely right. On the strong safety, he's going to be a guy that makes a shitload of tackles. And I said, they're trusting you. I go, yeah, dude, it's the you're free the safety they're going to yell out for blowing a coverage. I go, you, <laughs> I go, you're the captain out there. I go, dude, if you're out there, I go, get out of your own head. And I just said, you know, when I started in radio, I said the third day they put me on the board. And they said, uh, time for weather. And you would hear, because I played the traffic sounder. Hey, let's do sports. KSDO business. I was like, fuck. And then the next thing you'd hear was, this fucking show sucks. What, what am I supposed to do? Well, nothing now, because we know this fucking show sucks. So I said, every day, I would have a notepad, and I would write down things that went wrong and things that went right. And I said, for about the first 18 months, it was 40 months. 40 things I did wrong, and the only thing I did right was I'd get my time card correct. <laughs> You're the best employee ever. Yes, and I said slowly it changed from 40 to nothing to 38 to 2 and 30 to 10, and I go, just start doing that. But I go, dude, you got to get out of your own fucking head. I go, holy shit. But, when, dude, when he said, Doctor, get your ass off my field, we're in the habit. And it's going to be the worst day of my life. I go, I'm going to fucking pass out. I go, well, what position is his brother playing? Uh, corner. So if, if, if things get thrown off, is he going to turn and blame his brother? Oh, uh, yes. 100%. 100%. So, but here's the thing. My son, Cade, Jack's probably 5'8". Yeah. Cade's probably 5'6". Uh, standing on a phone book. <laughs> he goes, you know, you ever seen the size of our defensive line? They're pretty goddamn big. And our linebackers are pretty big. So I'm trying to catch the tight end moving in motion. And I can't see anything. Dad, I'm 5'6". I'm like, watch the number. You know what I'm seeing, Dad? I'm seeing the back of five guys on my line. That's what I'm seeing. You want me to follow their number? Fuck. I, Tell them nobody uses the tight end in high school anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. But See, it, he's going to be blocking 99% of the time. You'll be fine. It's just, just get the running back when he gets by the other right. guys. That's what I was saying, you know? But, I'm, I mean, Dave, like I said, I go, look, you got to talk, talk to the coach. Listen to what's going on. 
because I've said it the whole time. Yeah. The the thing is, while you want to try to talk and, and kind of remind him, I also don't want to like say anything that might be contradicting what they're coaching, yes. right? And then hundred percent right. And then you're doing that's not I, and I love the guys that are the coaches there. They're so incredibly nice, and they're doing such a great job. So I'm like, dude. It's not easy coaching high school football. Can you imagine? No. Dude, I did it one year. It's not easy. I yeah. coached wide receivers one year. And I said, if they're putting you in and getting you plays at strong safety, I go, that's pretty exciting. I go, yeah. You should take that as a huge compliment and, and just you know get out of your head and learn. Keep your competitive drive that you have. So, uh and then I got him laughing because I said, um, I said, hey, you're playing Servite. And I go, there's an Angels game that night. Your game's at 2.30. They're playing the Mariners at 6. Maybe we go up. He goes, oh, that'd be kind of fun. I go, yeah, you want to know what your mom said? He goes, what? I said, well, I texted her, and she didn't answer me, so I called her back. And I go, hey, Angels game, night after that Servite game there in Anaheim. Oh, you guys going to go to that? I go, well, I thought maybe the four of us would go to that. <sighs> I have to go to Anaheim? I go, you're not, you're not going to go watch your kids play? Well, how much are they going to play? I have to drive to Anaheim to watch them sit on the bench and drink water? I go, look. I go, Jesus Christ. I go, they don't have... They're undermanned on JV. So I said, the best guys on the freshman team, I guarantee are going to get cherry picked up. Yeah. Freshman coaches have already said the same. And I go, then dumb and dumber are going to get thrown out there a lot. Well, let's just see what happens in the scrimmage. I go, don't fucking talk to me like that. She goes, if I didn't, you wouldn't know what to do. If I just was like, you know what? You made a great point. Why don't you just buy three tickets and make your drive back in traffic? Because that's what's going to fucking happen. Yeah. You're going to be sitting in traffic from 4 to fucking 830. So, so we're sitting there at dinner tonight. I go, how about that? How about she, that? Your mom thumbs, wouldn't support you. She'll up. go to a Ducks game, doesn't know one player on the fucking team. That's what she said tonight. <laughs> they were going to the Kings game. Yeah, I don't know anybody on the Kings. I go, well, shit. You know, four guys on the Helix freshman football team, and you're not sure at 230. Yeah. Let's see how the scrimmage goes. And they just looked at me. What? I go, that's who you live with. <laughs> your boys your boys share a bathroom, right? God. Okay. So so after practice, is it a race? Like who gets to take a shower first because they feel so messy? No. What are you talking about? I'm over there and I'm like, Cade, because they got him playing offense and defense. And tonight, it's pretty wild. And again, parents, I, I know you've all seen it. A lot of you have been through it. But again, it's been a long time. And we're at dinner, and I look, and on his uh, left forearm by the elbow, dude, he's got the goose egg. Yeah. And it's all bleeding the whole thing. I go, wow. Well, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. We're doing a, we're running a scrimmage. And Rinaldi forgets that it's two-hand touch, just lays me out. And I'm like, hey, it's not tackle. Ah, yeah, sorry. That happens in high school football <laughs> yeah. all the time. So I go, so I'm dying. I go, what'd the coach say? What do you think he said? Get up. Didn't even care. No, didn't even yell at the kid that smoked him. Yeah. 
So he goes, then. He goes, oh, my God, all these nightmares are coming back. Dude, Go ahead. It's so funny. He goes, then uh, <laughs> they put me in at Oklahoma. And they put me in against this D lineman who's like three inches bigger than me and like 40 pounds heavier than me. They blow the whistle. And I hang with him for about 1.4 seconds. And then he just throws me aside. And the Did coach, he yell holding? And then he goes, the coach looks at me and goes, great job. And he, I go, what? <laughs> My guy just got smoked. <laughs> I just, dude, it's the funniest shit ever. Because we just, you just dude, remember all of it. But it's oh, so funny. Dude, I remember playing freshman football. And I was the guy that returned punts. Oh, Jesus. And it was in practice. Do the big hand wave. I'm fair yep. catching. Oh, good luck. And I'd get good smoked. Luck. Like five times in a row. Crash test dummy. Yeah. And everyone's like, fuck it. We know it's a penalty in a game, but it's yeah. a free ride right. on you. And then they, <laughs> right. those guys, hey, you can't hit the guy trying to catch the ball as I'm trying to find my teeth. You know, <laughs> let's do it again. <laughs> let's Dude, do it again. I swear to God, man. It was a nightmare. It was like getting hit by a car five times in a row. It was terrible. He, uh... My good buddy, Dustin Nickerson, who I got to see yesterday. Yeah. Dude, I got to tell you, this guy and I, starting in 2012, our kids were at Rolando Elementary. His son, Joel, Kate, and Jack in the kindergarten together. At that time, Dustin was working at the Croc Center. Yeah. And started doing stand-up comedy on the weekend. And he was telling me, doing it at the Space Bar and all these little places, right? Yeah. Church nights, right? Bingo nights, all these different things. Dude, my boy's got an Amazon comedy special. He's wow. traveling. The other night he was on, he was in New York City. He worked at Gotham Comedy Club. Like, he is the epitome of a guy that admittedly said, I struggled. I had to find my way. And he's, like I said, you can go to Amazon tonight, Amazon Prime. He's got a comedy special. Wow. They flew him out. He was doing Philadelphia, Gotham, the whole thing. Like, it's really exciting. And we were talking, I haven't seen him in probably two years, but his, old, his son, Joel, who I've known forever, is on the team. David's like, you've gone through with Bears of and course. everything else. And it was just so fun to talk to him because I'm so proud of him because it's like anything. There are guys that cut it and guys that don't. And he's grinded it out and he's no longer at the crock and he's making a living traveling. Yeah. And dude, if you look at his Instagram, fucking guy's got like 50,000 followers on Instagram. He's And just the same mellow, low-key guy he's ever been. His son, Joel, quiet, sweetest kid. Coaches every day. You got a joke for me, Nickerson? <laughs> Not today. And, and then one coach. Am I the funniest guy you know, Nickerson? Yeah, you are. I should probably go on tour with your dad, huh? Yeah, you probably should. And I said to <laughs> Dustin, I go, it's the funniest shit because these guys light up Joel every day. So today, same thing, one-on-one -on -one drill. Yesterday, my son lays out Joel, his buddy, lays yeah. him out. We all did it. Yeah, you have to. Hey, a kid, there you go. So he goes, today, it's Joel's chance to hit me. 
And I'm like, no, 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 not going to happen. I go, what happened? He smoked me. And all I'm hearing is, daddy kid Nickerson. I'm like, line it up again. Let's go. He goes, they blow the whistle. Damn it. Yeah, it's buddy. It's kindergarten. So, yeah, it's just funny, man. It, it's, I'm so happy for them, and I, I'm so thankful, Dave, to the coaches because they really – people know there's high school football coaches, baseball coaches that don't make it fun. Dave, you and I have sat here and oh, talked when about you it. You and I played, it wasn't fun. And then, <laughs> and then I'm walking off – Dude, the, I hate my high school freshman coach. Like, I've literally thought about it a million really? times. Dude, I literally did the math yesterday. How old is he now? And if I went back to Tennessee and looked him up and I beat his ass, would it be bad if I beat up a 70-something-year-old man? Dude, the freshman coach at Helix is the coolest dude. So we're walking off the field together. Yeah. He's a fan of the show. He's been great. And we're talking about Padre game yesterday, right? So as we're walking, it's me, Coach Rowley, and, uh, and my son, Jack. We walk, and Dave, I don't know if you've seen, but Helix has a pool. Yeah, every school in the East County has a pool. Is that right? Every one of them. Jesus. So we're walking, and the Helix has a freshman water polo team. So they're out there practicing today, too. So one of the kids from the water polo team yells, Hey, Jack, how you doing? Waves. My son, Jack, is on the outside. I'm on the inside. Coach Rowley in the middle. My son, Jack. Hey, nice speedo. Jesus. Coach Rowling and I are like, what are you doing? What? It's the uniform, dude. What do you want him to do? I go, we're all Helix. Come on, man. Jack goes, I don't care. I've been that kid four years. <laughs> I go, you're all in it together. So Kate comes out. Jack goes in. I go, and the kid yells at Kate. Hey, Kate. Hey, what's up, Jeremiah? How you doing? I go, hey. Tell that kid your dad's going to lay into Jack for yelling at him. Hey, my dad's going to lay into Jack. The kid comes running over. Don't lay into Jack. He's been my buddy for four years. I go, I didn't like his little joke about your swimsuit. Oh, my God. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. He's not <laughs> laughing. Thinking I'm going to beat my kid up. So I told Jack, I go, dude, you're yelling at another athlete in front of your coach? I've known that kid forever. <laughs> he goes, you see that swimsuit? See that Speedo? Come on. It's the uniform. He doesn't have a choice. It's the way it is. The difference, when you and I played, we played on grass. Helix and every other school in San Diego basically is turf. Yeah. So it's, it smells like tire. You know what I mean? But I remember you and I, when we played, those up-downs and then wow. the, the smell of the grass. And, and they'd run, run the sprinkler? Ah, oh, they run the... always. People always say, oh, man, I love the smell of fresh-cut grass. No way. You're like, fuck off. You never fuck. played high school football. Yeah. And your face is in it nonstop for eight hours a day. Makes you want to puke. It, it did. It was fucking terrible, man. It was it was absolutely awful. My my son's first game, Jake's. I'll never forget it because it was embarrassing as hell. We're at Morris High School, okay? Oh shit, okay. And we're in the stands, and Jake goes in the game, and the guy on the other side says something to him. Who knows? Said something about his mom. Whatever he said. The guy, the ball is snapped. Jake's playing offensive line. He rips the guy's helmet off, punches him in the face, knocks him unconscious, like Jack Lambert. And then does the jerk-off move on him while the oh, guy's passed Jesus. out. And he gets ejected. One play, and he's out of the game. He's ejected. And the crowd's losing their fucking mind. They're really pissed. Is Rita there? Yes. So embarrassed. Josh is there. I'm there. 
and he goes walking off the field. He's walking right towards me, and he just yells like from 10 yards from the sideline, you see what I did out there? I go, we all fucking saw what you did out there. You punched the kid in the face, and you jerked off on him. Now what? Now you can't play. And all these people want to beat your ass before we get to the car. What are we supposed to do? Where do you think he learned that from, Dave? <laughs> Why don't you look inside yourself? What do you think he learned that from? That's not me. That's what's not oh, me. Oh, it's not you? You're claiming Rita taught him that? Rita said, hey, if a guy disrespects you, act like you're masturbating over him. You believe that's what your wife of 27 years said, Dave? Why don't you think about it, please? Okay? I'm going to ask you again. Where do you think he learned that from? It was a kid had a mind of his own. You son of a bitch. You're going to disrespect my friend's memory by claiming innocence in this? I'm going to ask you a third time. Couldn't have time. done it at a worse school. I'm going to ask it you It was not good. Time. Where do you think that young That man was him. 100% wasn't me. Had, 100% was him. Had the vision to say, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna act. The punching in the face is a little me, but the... The, Self-gratification yeah, and ejaculation, he believed. That 100% is not me. You sick fuck. If it makes you feel better, the kid was out cold. He doesn't even know Jake did it. Got facial. Peter North his ass. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. My God, I thought you'd hit rock bottom the other night. Fuck, you were only halfway down. Halfway down. <laughs> One play. <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, that guy's all offended. And then did anybody see his first fucking joke? Yeah. I told him, I will not repeat the joke ever, ever. He goes, hey, I did open mic night the other night. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah. And you're like, tell him your first joke. So he tells me the most offensive joke I've ever heard. I told him, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you did. You told him, get the get fuck, the fuck out, out of here. All you right, went in with him a courtesy laugh. You told him, get the fuck out of here. He goes, all right, I'll see you later. And he walked out of here. And somewhere on my phone, I have the video Josh sent me of him doing that. And it is... <laughs> Who raised that kid? Dude, I'm telling you. I have no idea. I used to hey, always it's say... It's unbelievable how you take no responsibility. I, I, I don't. I used to say he was me squared. Like, he was he was way years in advance of where my head is, which is sick as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. He's, he's He was different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Oh, fuck. Oh, my gosh. I miss that fucking kid, dude. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Now, let me ask you a question before we, we move on a little bit. i got to okay. ask you a little bit of sports here. All right. Yeah. Padres, seven and a half out, 50 games to go. They can't, might as well be 20 up. Okay. They can't win the division is what you're saying. No, they're done. Yeah, I agree. They won't win the division. Are you looking at the Reds? I mean, if you're them, are you looking to see how close are the Reds? I better look inside, Dave. I, I would worry about what's going on within the walls of that team um, because they just... They look like such a different team than a team from a year ago and even earlier this year, right? They just, I don't know. And, and I don't know, man. I, I, I can't act like I'm watching every pitch and every decision. I'm, I'm kind of at the mode right now where I just tune in and just enjoy the game, right? But, I mean, does anybody really believe that Preller would blow out Tingler? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't. I, be honest, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think. I wouldn't fire him. I just wouldn't. Um, I mean, yeah. percentage-wise, he's the winningest manager in Padre history right now. Yeah, I just. But uh, so, coach said something interesting. Oh. All right, he said since May thirty-first, the team is under five hundred. Okay. Would you have guessed that that are an under five hundred team? 
Yeah. So, God dang, man. I did not see that. And, again, I watched every game. I just didn't think that they were below 500 team. They're, well, the pitching sucks. I mean, God. really, the pitching sucks. And the pitching sucks, the starting pitching. Yes. The bullpen, is, holy Is the fuck. best in baseball. Holy fuck. And, yeah, I mean, everybody was ready to run Melanson out of town last night. I was like, God damn. I, I thought when he came in, we didn't know if he was going to be the seventh guy, the eighth guy, or the ninth guy. We right? didn't. And he still leads baseball, I think, in saves, yeah. as far as I know. I mean, it happens. It happens to every guy in baseball. Chapman blew games, right? Yeah, I mean, Chapman's I'm, terrible. Jansen's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Kimbrell. Uh, or, yeah, watch him last year. Holy fuck. Yeah. Come get anybody out. Kimbrell was bad for a few years. Yeah, and now people are like, oh, I wish we got him back. Shit. It, it's in that role... It happens. but And I don't know when Hudson comes back. I don't know what your role is. Dude, Pagan, when you trade for Pagan, Pagan was thought to be your back-end guy. Pomeranz was thought to be your back-end guy. I don't know who you... I don't know right now as you look at it, right? Who's your seventh, eighth guy? Yeah. So, but to me... I mean, look, fam... How... Fam is all intent and purposes gone. Yeah, you should be. You should be. So the feeling, once you figure the feeling is it'll be Cronenworth and left, um, Grisham in center, Myers in right for one more year. You're going to try to move Hosmer. Good luck on that. Good luck. And then uh, Frazier at second, Tatis, Machado. Yeah. I I don't know. Is Caratini still here and you're hoping Camposano comes up, right? I mean, are you you thinking Nola's still here? No, Nola's not here. And then you start looking at pitching, right? And then you're going, well, what what are we doing here? Lamette's heading to the bullpen. So you're hoping that Clevenger comes in. Snell, is Gore ever going to be the guy? I mean, Yeah, you're going into spring training with a shitload of question marks again. Dude, I tell you what, I was a lot more optimistic at this point of a very shitty 2019 season than I am today in the middle of a playoff chase in 2021. You know, so Sports Illustrated said yesterday that they think Tatis is going to have the surgery. You know that you sooner were, rather than later. Sooner right? rather than later, and um, Fuck. and so they were saying that Tatis, if he has the surgery and is out for the rest of the year, that you're looking at him not coming back to the All Star break next year. Oh, I didn't see that. And I so, saw they'd be back for spring training. And so, well, the what everyone I've talked to that it's, is a doctor in this thing. I've talked to three different doctors that specialize in this. They're oh, saying that, right. They're sitting Be there. Kirk Cousins and all so, of a sudden? And so, well, I asked. Because I, I actually, I coached with a guy who's a doctor in this, oh, in this situation and asked him a direct question about it. And he's a Tatis guy. He just goes, so you're looking all-star break. It's coming back then. That's how long. He goes, that's not a joke surgery, you know? Fuck. He goes, the reason you saw him screaming like he was the other day, usually he's able to pop it back in. Most people can't. He couldn't pop it back in, you know, right. when, when on that yeah. slide. So you, you look at him, and we all love the way he plays. But you look at... The amount of games he's missed. So 78 games in 2019. Just one game last year he didn't play. It wasn't because of injury. They just gave him a day yeah. off. 75 games this year if he doesn't play again, he'll miss. A, he'll miss. It's a lot of games. You know, overall, he's he's playing. He's. I think he's into the outfield. He's and That was my next question. Because you're looking at a guy right now who is missing 53%. Or he's playing in 53% of the games. Okay? Yeah. It's not enough for a superstar, for someone you need. And really... You go, he's the guy you depend on every single game to give yep. you a chance to give you a fair shot to win it. And, of course, it helps to have Machado with him in the lineup. Yeah. But you do believe that he's he's headed to the outfield sooner than later. Wouldn't you think? 
It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, let's be honest. The 20 errors he has, it, it could be more. I mean, there are balls that have been dug out. It could be more. But his fucking range, could you imagine that guy in center field? And that's the thing is, so you have Grisham who won a gold glove in center. Yeah, I, I would put Tatis in center field. Yeah. I wouldn't stick him in a corner. No, I'd put him in center. I, I'd take Grisham in right. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, you don't really have, I don't know, Abrams is still a couple years out. I would take that. Ona's still here. Okay, so if you go that route, is Cronenworth become your shortstop? Does Kim become your shortstop? Uh, no, I think C.J. Abrams does. Next year? Uh, no, I think uh, 23. Okay. I think by 23. I mean, you could you could stop gap it next year, right? Between. Cronenworth's fine. Yeah. But Actually, I, everybody they put at shortstop looks great. Yeah, Kim's played pretty well over there. He just can't hit. Yeah, fucking gets pretty solid defensively, huh? Um, but yeah, again, man, I don't know. I mean, listen, it's weird because they've really, really gone for it a couple of different off seasons, and they just cannot find. I mean, Cole Hamels, they thought they were going to add, and he fucking signs with the Dodgers too. Jesus Christ, he can't sign the hometown kid. Now I don't know what he looked like. I don't and, either. And. He's got to go down, and maybe the other thing is too, Dave, he's got to go down to Arizona and stretch it out. Maybe you're looking at it going, fuck, man, we're six games out. We need a guy that can go right now. Well, the Dodgers the Dodgers are four out, Padres seven and a half out. Giants yeah. today, unfortunately, were down four nothing in the ninth and won that game. Holy shit. Yeah. Came against the Diamondbacks? Against the Diamondbacks. Down four nothing in the ninth and win. Um, it was weird watching the Dodger game yesterday, watching Scherzer. Yeah. And he comes off the field and he walks through the dugout and you're going, that's weird. There was Kershaw. There was Pujols. There was Betts. Like, you're looking yeah. at all these future Hall of Famers. You're going, holy fuck, dude. It is really strange. And I don't know if the Dodgers win this year or not. I'm just saying that dugout this year, I've never seen anything like that in Major League Baseball. Yeah. A lot of those guys go, yeah. fuck, I wish this was our team four years ago. 2012? Yeah. Like the, like the Lakers? Yeah. Because they are calling them the purple and golden girls. Dude, that was great. <laughs> That was goddamn great. But uh, I, I looked at that. And then just one other thing. I'm a Vikings fan. This fucking Kirk Cousins refusing to get the vaccine has Mike Zimmer ready to just beat the fucking Dude, shit he's out. ready to lose his mind. Well, it's Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen, and fucking Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Three of your biggest impact players, if not the three biggest impact players, Salary-wise, definitely. And these three fucking guys will not get the vaccine. Well, he knocked out the quarterback room. You're, you're yeah. like, you don't have a quarterback now that doesn't have COVID. How about him when he goes, hey, I'm just going to go in there with plexiglass all around me. Did you see they were showing the clip of David Blaine from a couple of years yeah. ago? Getting lowered in <laughs> in that tube. They're like, here's Kirk Cousins. I mean, do you just, do you just wonder sometimes how the fuck we, we function as a society? When you got guys like that, you go, this guy's making... $25 million, yeah. and he can't fucking figure it out? He's going to listen to his dad over doctors and scientists? How goddamn embarrassing. It is so fucking nuts, you know? And I, not to get too political on, on this thing, but it's weird how people are making their, their stand. I, Dave, I, I got to be honest. Honestly, I, I couldn't give less of a fuck what you think. Not you. I'm just saying in general. Kaplan yesterday had me laughing as loud as I've laughed in a long time about why he quit KUSI because he said that he went on a rant on KUSI about NFL players like the guys we're talking about. 
and that the anti-vaccine people led by uh, Mikey McKinnon, who he called him, uh, came after him on social media. And Scott said, you got to go watch it, man. It, I saw it. No, but I'm just yeah. saying for others that might not have seen it. Kaplan just genuinely makes me laugh anyways. And he was in incredibly fine form yesterday saying how he was all ready to quit live on the air and do all these different things, right? And uh, I couldn't give less of a shit. It's not my opinion. It's not Dave's opinion. It's what goddamn doctors and scientists are telling us. It's the right thing to do so that we no longer, you know, Charlie Watts, I'm excited to see the Rolling Stones in October. And now we find out that 80-year-old Charlie Watts won't be part of that tour because he's got medical issues and he's concerned rightfully so, about coming over to the States because you have people that, it seems like it's right there in front of us, a way to at least keep the good fight going. And we refuse to do it because we're so goddamn arrogant. We think we know everything, i.e. Kirk Cousins. And you just, you look at the Delta variant and, and everything that's going up. Pay attention to our friend Kathleen Bade or Carlo Chiquetto daily on Twitter that show you the incent, uh, increasing COVID numbers. You got that dipshit Brian Kilmeade today, who's the biggest fucking moron I've ever seen. Guy was horseshit on 690, and they put him on there because he's just a fucking putz. And the guy, Steve Ducey, who's not any fucking genius either, but I saw this making his way. Ducey's talking about the fact that kids are starting to get sick now. I, don't, I didn't know that was the case, but that's what he said. And he said, hey, I'm just saying if you're a parent, as I am, to 13-year-old kids, you might want to get them vaccinated. I did. Both of my kids are vaccinated. Kill me. <laughs> I don't know that news anchors should be giving advice. Deucey's like, it's not me giving advice, asshole. It's <laughs> goddamn doctors and scientists. And if I got to watch one more fuck like Kirk Cousins sit at a podium and act like he knows what the fuck he's talking about when he just looks like the biggest clueless fuckhead. And I'm like, my football team sucks, and we got a complete fucking moron under center. The Vikings had the lowest rate of guys vaccinated out of all the teams in the NFL. Mike Zimmer was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Jesus. Jesus. I'll tell you what I do. I go down there and say, hey, cousins. Hey, fuckface. You come here. I'm going to sit you in this chair. Eddie, get the fucking needle. Hey, John. Everybody make your own decision. Ed, you're going to make one decision. Do you want my boot kicking you in your little fucking grapeseed nuts? Or do you want me to kick you in that little fucking chicken ass of yours? In the chair! That's what my boy would do. <laughs> That's what he would do. One of my buddies is a huge Viking fan, and he has been vaccinated, but yeah. says he's done with NFL because of their stance on forfeiting games and everything else. And I go, it's a private industry. Then it felt a private business. Uh, CNN, I saw tonight, fired three people that came in unvaccinated. Look, uh, in my... A lot of people don't understand already. You are vaccinated, basically. Like, you have the polio vaccine. You have the measles. You have tetanus shots. Chicken pox. You have shit that you've done your whole life. Why not this one? I I, I got news for you. And anyone who's arguing right now yelling at us, Every anchor at Fox has been vaccinated. Yeah. But yet, Lori Ingram and all of them will sit there and fight it on TV, but they've all been vaccinated. Everybody in the Trump administration has been, a vac- and, has been vaccinated. And I'll say this, too. This is the other the part. The political of it. part of it drives me crazy. Well, and I think, Dave, along those lines, I, I, 
So a guy that is an anti-vaccine guy all of a sudden gets COVID and now he's making the videos saying, hey, I wish I'd do it. And they, they showed the one the other day of this guy who'd been very anti-vaccine. And all of a sudden, dude, you look and, and his wife and son are sitting on chairs outside of a hospital room. And this dude's on the ventilator and, and the wife and son are communicating, like yeah. sitting outside on folding chairs. And I see people celebrating that. I go, holy fuck, man. Uh, listen, that guy, you think that guy doesn't know when he's sitting right there in that bed right now that he probably could have done things different? Of course. And you don't know them. It's not like you've ever crossed paths with them. And you're like, well, there you go, asshole. I'm like, God damn. Like that dude, we should look at it and just go, hey, uh, I'd hate to see you and your family go through the same thing. But it's just, God damn, we're, uh, you know, we used to talk about the Chargers being arrogant and ignorance, no way to go through life. Uh, I, w- I didn't feel like Kirk Cousins was arrogant today, but I sure well, He did like- drop last year, remember? If I die, I die. He did? That was the line he used last year. Well, maybe he watched Rocky Four. <laughs> He's just paraphrasing <laughs> Ivan Draco. Drago. No, I didn't, I didn't feel like Dave. I mean, I listened to him, and I felt like he was, in what I saw, I felt like he was cordial with the media. And, and was making his point. So I, I wouldn't say he was arrogant, but there's just a point where, like, dude, like, I don't know. Do you have any family members who haven't been? Uh, no. Yeah, Rita's family a lot. A lot. Like they my, have not? Have not. I, and we have three doctors in our family. What have they done? They're 100% for it. They're, you got to get vaccinated. Yeah. But the ones, it's weird. I have a sister-in-law who won't, but her husband did. And, and uh, a nephew called me yesterday and said, can you talk to my mom about getting vaccinated and lives in Florida? Yeah. She won't do it. Dude, I, you know, Dave, it's, it's just sad. Yeah. I, I said, mean, you dude, see- I'm not going to talk anybody. Into no. I'm but- not, I, I mean, look, look, this is Darwinism at its best. God, fuck. When you see the stats that say the way the Delta variant is going. Yeah. Not a question of if it's when. And if you're not vaccinated, it's going to be trouble for you. And that to me scares me because I know who you're talking about has always been incredibly nice to me. Yeah. So I would not like to see her get sick or suffer. There would be no, oh, see, I told you so. There's not. I know what she means to your wife. Yeah. Um, How great she was to both Jake and Josh. But I just go, shit, man, I don't know. I, I just... I can't imagine being of that mindset, but I think but out I, of my my wife's four siblings, only one has been vaccinated. Oh my god! Yeah. really? Yep. Jesus. Christ. I have a brother-in-law who still believes it's a hoax. When when Rita got really sick from COVID, yeah, he wouldn't even call to check in and said, "You're going to call your sister." One of his other siblings said, "His comment was, why would I call my sister on on the flu?' Wouldn't even check in on her." Shit, man. Yeah, and she, yeah. she got it the worst out of it, all of us that we knew. You got it, I got it, Josh yeah. got it, Rita got it, but Rita I, got it really bad. I, I'm, and I'll tell you this right now. I'm not going to apologize to any of you fuckers that think that I'm out of my mind. Go fuck yourself, dude. I'm not going to sit here and be like, like Dave said, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you can go, you can fucking blow me if you think I'm going to sit here and say, hey, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Fuck you. You fucking blow me beyond the big lots, you fucking moron. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to celebrate it. 
Oh, well, I'm canceling. Oh, fuck. Now I got to get rid of stars. Lesson learned. <laughs> fuck off, you arrogant asshole. Believe whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. But I'm telling you, you're fucking it up for everybody else. Absolutely. I won't celebrate. I don't want you to get sick. I want you all to be healthy forever. Oh That's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. All right, here we go. Taylor Maypools. Alan Taylor's your guy. Look, it's been hot as hell. I'm telling you right well, now. It's been great to have the idea of, man, do you have that pool in your backyard? If you do, you know what we're talking about. If you don't have that pool in your backyard, Alan Taylor can make it happen. Taylor May Pools, all you have to do is give him a call. Get on the schedule, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Dave, you see it on social media when they show the excessive heat, and we've always paid attention to it, but again, uh, we've talked a lot tonight, man. A lot of us have kids playing youth sports right now. You're playing football, and you're seeing those bigs go out there. Gets pretty hot out there, pretty uncomfortable. Wouldn't it be great for your entire family if at the end of the night, 5 or 6 o'clock, or maybe it's Saturday or Sunday or Labor Day, if you had that benefit of not having to go out, commute is getting much worse each day, going to work, coming home. Why deal with it? Have a staycation, but you don't even have to get a hotel. You don't have to go from... La Mesa and Encinitas, you basically go from the front room to the backyard, and right there is that tailor-made pool. My goodness, it couldn't be any better uh, way to end the day, spend the weekend, spend your vacation. Uh, check out our website, DamonJeffShow.com. Under the sponsor page, you will see tailor-made pools for yourself, and their next beautiful pool will be the pool in your backyard. All right, Dan Williams is the guy you need to talk to when it comes to figuring out your cost of debt. What are you going to do right now? So many people that we know, and it's been like this our entire lives, people that can't figure out their money situation. And if you found find yourself in debt, especially credit card debt, and you wonder how do you fix it, Dan Williams is the person you want to talk to. Again, Dan's a really good guy. He wants to help you buy that first home. If you're still renting, make sure you give Dan a call. Also, check out his Two Minute Tuesday on YouTube. Dan's number is 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Locked in our refi tonight. Good. 2.6%. Nice. Going to be more happy. Dan and, and his team were so great as because um, my ex was out of town. We've got kids starting high school. As said, playing sports. I'm working. We're not in the house together. So trying to organize pay stubs and tax returns and driver's license and mortgage statements and HOA statements is a little complicated. And Dan and his team could not have made it any easier for us. I was absolutely thrilled. I knew I would be. My wife was thrilled by it uh, and just said, oh my goodness, we, we sure made it challenging for them. And they didn't do any of that. They made it so easy, so patient with us as we try to get all those documents I tell you what, Dave, tonight when you get it and it's just sign here, electronically sign, yep. and you go through and they're like, good, you're locked in at that rate that you wanted fixed. No balloon payment, no other penalties, man. Uh, just absolutely perfect. And if you're looking to refi and take advantage of the low rates, uh, I'll tell you about Borrow Smart, Repay Smart all the time. But tonight was the night for us. When you look at what you're uh, – principal payment is every month you're like this is unbelievable and today's housing market that a two-bedroom condo can be that affordable i thank dan's team 858-688-6813 brian curry is the person you want to talk to when it comes to buying a new home or selling the home you currently have do you want to take advantage of the market 
right now is a great opportunity. Uh, lately, I've been walking around the neighborhood and you'll see a for sale sign here or there and immediately check it out online. You go, how much yep. is the house going for? And you realize homes are going up on an average in our neighborhood between three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars just in the last year. It's insane right now. And you have a lot of questions of what you should do. What is the smart move? Brian Curry is the person you need to talk to. Again, nobody better to either sell your home or to find you the next home. Brian Curry's number is 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. I think we, we talked about this the other day, too. When you're trying to sell your home and you feel like because you're in your home every day, you feel like it's just a complete pigsty. And Brian and his team will come in and say, no, you know what? This is the price we can ask. Uh, you go, maybe we ask 400000 And Brian will come in and tell you, hey, maybe we go three eighty-five. Maybe we go four forty. Taking a look. You have to have somebody on your team that has a little bit of dirt under their nails, that has been around the track a few times and understands what the market is doing so it help you determine your fair price. And it also goes the other way. If you are what Dave mentioned, a first-time home buyer, and you're ready to go, hey, you know what? Let's pay four forty. Brian's going to be the guy to tell you, no, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to make our offer at four hundred because he's always on your team, and his experience is going to benefit you the most, not the other side. Now, call Brian Curry. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Also, Kyle Fluger is the person you want to talk to when it comes to a website. Right now, as you know, the website is everything when it comes to your business. Are you getting the traffic you need? If you aren't, Kyle Fluger is your guy. can also build one brand new for you. Again, Kyle's done a great job for us. DaveAndJeffShow.com, Jake'sProjects.org, and also our JP25 has done a great job for us on three different websites. We love them all. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Here's something we'd like to do. Flugs is going to help us out. We are talking to Patreon subscribers. We would like to do a fantasy football league. $100 buy-in, but we want to do it for the Patreon subscribers. Would you like to play fantasy football with Dave and Jeff? Um, Jimmy Betancourt, I'm thinking about you, right? Billy, I'm thinking about you. Yep. Uh, $100 buy-in. We want to put together a fantasy football league. Just have some fun, make some money, goof around, but you have to be a Patreon subscriber to get in. All the people that bitch, certain people I'm thinking of, oh, uh, I can't believe I got to pay $5. Well, guess what? You're out of the football league. <laughs> we've, we've wanted to do something... Uh, for the Patreon guys, and this would be great. So, Dave, I think it's you, me, Flugs, uh, Dan Williams, open invite, Al Taylor, Brian Curry, open invite. So spots are minimum. Yeah, yeah. so that puts us right there at, uh, I think, six. Yep, so we're we, only keeping a 10-team league. Yeah, so we're looking for, you know, maybe four. Maybe Pete and Billy go in together. That'd be kind of fun. I mean, if a couple of you say, hey, we'll we'll double up, Um We'd love to have you. $100 buy-in, goof around. I don't know if we go 60, 30, 10 for the payout. We'll figure all that out. But if you want to play some fantasy football, our thanks to Flugs is going to be our commissioner because he knows you and I are too dumb exactly. to handle it. And, uh, and so, yeah, just drop us a note on social media. And if nothing else, Dave, if we get a handful of people, we'll just throw names in a hat. We'll draw up four names and we'll get you in. But, again, Patreon subscribers only. Um, we want you and we'd love to have some fun playing some fantasy football this year. We're not going to make you get a fucking tattoo if you lose. 
Not gonna or make take you, the SAT test. Yeah, or sit in Waffle House and eat 97 waffles. You're not going to have to do any of that shit. We're not going to chase you around with a paintball gun in the woods. Yeah, you don't have to pay another $200. Like, I hate all that shit. I just want you to have fun. Dave and Kyle want you to have fun. So, yeah, if uh, Brian Curry, if you're hearing this, if you want in, Dan, if you want in, um, but like Jack and Kate aren't in, Josh isn't in, we're keeping those spots open for you. Uh, who have been so great to this show and supporting it. So if you'd like to, uh, let us know, and we'll figure out a way to fill those four spots. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going August 5th. This one is no longer with us. It's Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Ooh. Um, I'll say he is 84. 91. No shit. Would have been 91. Died in 2012. What a stud, dude. Stud. Uh, I don't know that those dudes made a lot of money. I he made a lot of money. He did? Yeah. $25 million? No, no, less than that. We'll go with your first answer before I said he made a lot of money. I was going to say $7 million. $8 million. Okay. I was right on. I thought, where I come from, $8 million is a lot of money. <laughs> no, I got it. But for the guy that, that did what he did, yeah. right? Absolutely. All right, Patrick Ewing. Dude, Patrick Ewing. Awesome. Uh. 57. 59. 59. 100 million. 75 million. All right. Isn't that amazing? When you look at like Chris Paul just signed an extension for 100 million. Yeah. I mean, the money's so much different now than Patrick Ewing made $75 million. When I went to the Letterman show, it was Patrick Ewing and a guy, maybe Ron Howard, and a guy who did dominoes. We didn't even get to see music, right? Patrick Ewing was so goddamn entertaining. Like, I remember... When we saw the guest list, maybe like a week before we got in, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And he was so great. Like, he made it so fun. Like, I've been a huge fan of his ever since that. Cool. You All like right. Ewing? I do. I like Patrick Ewing a lot. Yeah. All right. Lonnie Anderson, who I did not know was from St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes. She was my first crush. Come on. She's golden, baby. Golden. <laughs> uh, Lonnie Anderson tonight is going to be... I think I'm going to say she's 71, 76. God, still perfect. <laughs> uh, she got some of Bert's money. Dude. Yeah. Actually, she has a lot more money than Bert had. I looked up Bert. Bert only had $3 million when he died. Uh, I think Bert had money tech aside. Sally Field was watching for him. I'm going to say Lonnie has uh how weird was it that Bert Reynolds was fucking dinosaur? I like that. I had a fuck dinosaur. I was like nine, but I definitely, <laughs> um, yeah, you hear that, Temple? Dinah Shore. Stop fucking judging me. Uh, I get this call from Katie Temple. You know, when you guys talk baseball, it's great. But then I hear this, oh, would you bang this chick and that chick? I go, it's, it's really fun, Katie. Ah, you guys don't need that. <laughs> we don't need it. Every time. Not like Lonnie Anderson's knocking on our door. But, but if we she would, does. We'd throw her one. Fuck, I just said when I was 11, if Dinah Shore would have knocked on my door, I'd have thrown her one too. Um, Lonnie Anderson, $21 million. $12 million. God, still golden. All right, I'll give you another one I hear that I bet you'd throw her one. Okay. Marine McCormick. Marsha. Yes! Come on. That's good. Um, Marine McCormick, 64. 65. Perfect. Perfect. $5 million. $4 million. Really right. close. Yes! We're going to live a life of luxury. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Okay. 
I already know the answer to this question I'm going to ask you. All right. But I'll let you tell it on there. What is the most disturbing thing you've ever seen? Oh, shit. Saw a woman commit suicide right in front of me. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Right in front of me. I was in downtown Minneapolis, which is pretty wild. Um, My grandmother and I would go to downtown Minneapolis every Saturday. And we'd go. We'd get lunch. I mean, I I think as kids, man, having a relationship with your grandparents is incredibly important. I'm frustrated that three out of my kids, four grandparents, are not as invested as they should be. My mom's incredibly invested, which is great. But my mom's mom and I used to go to downtown Minneapolis every Saturday. We would go and have lunch together, and then she would go shopping, and I would go uh, usually to the magazine store, Shinders, which was right next to a topless bar called Augie's. <laughs> and I went to Augie's when I turned 21. I went back to Minneapolis, and it turned out that the only way you could dance naked at Augie's was if you were a minimum of four months pregnant. <laughs> or if you were missing a middle toe. And uh, I'd go to Shinders, or I'd go to the Minneapolis Library and read Great Brain books. Remember the Great Brain yeah, Encyclopedia Brown? And I was walking there. I was probably uh, 9, 10, maybe 11. And in downtown Minneapolis, they had a McDonald's that was on the side of the street. Just And there was a group of kids. I'll never forget it. There were a group of kids that were coming out. It must have been like a field trip. Probably about 12 kids that were like 6 or 7 and a chaperone. And they cut as little kids do. They cut right in front of me and interrupted my path. They didn't care, right? They're living in their bubble. And so they cut in front of me and I stop and directly behind them, um, no more than 10 yards from where I was when those kids cut in front of me, a woman jumped off a parking ramp and committed suicide directly in front of me. And I've always wondered, like, if those kids aren't there, she may just fucking smoke me. Yeah. And then I'm a goddamn starfish somewhere. Come back. I'm not even here entertaining all you fuckers. Um, Getting blowjobs behind the big lots. Fucking right. By you anti-vaxxers. Then I'm going to go. That's my way I'm going to go out. I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been vaccinated, so I'll probably not feel good the next day. But yeah, I saw it, Dave, and it's just, it's weird. Uh, Anybody who's seen that, and then unfortunately my close friend Erica committed suicide in a very similar manner. But I, this woman was laying right in front of me, laying sideways with her eye open. And it was just like, like when you see a fish, like, holy shit. And these kids freaking out. It was just, yeah, it's wild. What about for you? It's funny you say that. When I was 12 years old, we played in a championship baseball game. And there was a ball hit down the third baseline. The kid on my team dove for it like Craig Nettles, you know? Okay. Didn't get it. His dad jumped the fence and punched him right in the face. Jesus. And it was it was something else. They, I, they clearly practiced that play yeah, a lot. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, the coaches had to tackle the dad. They had to call the cops. It was crazy. I mean, a squirt, to see a grown man throw a straight punch right to the middle of a kid's face was insane. What did the kid do? Dude, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think I was I was the, probably literally had the same expression you had watching someone die. I, uh, I, I just couldn't believe what I saw. Awful. Like, I can't remember what my actions were. I it just yeah. was, my, my mouth must have dropped open. But it, it, I remember it clear as day like it happened five seconds ago. Dude, yeah, what a weirdo, yeah. right? Like, I mean, what, awful. Yeah. 
That dude should be in jail. Oh, I think he ended up in jail. It was uh, it was brutal. It was brutal, man. That that's something else. Dude, that'd be great if that fucking kid just took it and then just swept the leg, rear naked choke, just choked dad <laughs> no, out. No, dude, dad it, smoked him. God, smoked how old's the kid? Twelve. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No wonder you're such a fuck up. <laughs> My dad didn't do it to me. It was... It's just you've seen shit. You just say stupid shit. Told you a day. You type one more fucking. I see Dave Palais likes one more time on fucking Twitter. I'm just going to come down here. You're not even going to see it coming. Because I support gonna... something some of the Dodgers do. You know what I've been trying to do on Twitter is I have the people that are the Padre fans that hit my guts, but I'm yeah. trying to bring the Padre and Dodger fans. I'm trying to get some of those guys so they just go at each other, and I just watch the train wreck. I'm going to do the old Fred uh, Wiley Coyote move. I'm just going to come da- down here. You're going to be sitting right in that fucking chair, not doing anything. I'm just going to come up right behind you and just take a big hornet's nest and just slam it on your head. Oh, my gosh. I found, by the way. You're going to wear it like a fucking goalie mask. <laughs> That's not nice at all. What? <laughs> you put like, that as one of my ways to, to in the thing the other day, to torture me. Yeah, I said, I, yes. Yeah. Or all of the above. Yeah, <laughs> great. There's a girl. I found your, I, I found your, your match, dude. Good. On Twitter, okay? Okay. I'm going to give her a Twitter, a Twitter handle. I'm going to start following her right now. Her name is Mandy, okay? Mandy? Look it up. It's it's M-N-C-A-R-B. At, at, that's what it is. M-N-C-A-R-B. A-R-B. She is 100% Jeff's match. M-N- and she's single. Is it Maria Nunez? No, it's not. M-N- okay, at M-N-C-A-R-B, like carb. Is she on... Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. I don't see it. You don't see it? Hold on. Oh, Mandy. There she is. There she is. Okay, I got her. Good looking girl, right? Let's see. Oh, yes. Okay. She's your match, man. She is the biggest fucking smart ass and there's no time for anybody <laughs> at all, man. She gives zero fucks. Every day, dude, she makes me laugh. Okay, I like but that. But she just, and she's successful in business, the whole deal, man, but she, every day is it's just going off, basically. No time for anybody's bullshit. <laughs> all right, I like it. Let's book her. She is, she's right up your alley. All right, I like that a lot. All right, I'm following her. I found okay, her. good. That's good. All right, here you go. What's your greatest fear while being in the ocean? Oh, uh, stingray. Me too. I thought you were going to say shark. No. A stingray, me too. Stingray is 100%. Did you see that guy the other day? It was like, God damn, this made me laugh. And you try not to laugh at anybody else's misery. But the guy said, if it's not bad enough getting stung by a stingray, they now make you sit in the sand with your foot in a bag. Big yellow bag that says stingray. And it's got a bunch of cartoons of stingrays on it. And this poor guy just looks so miserable. (laughs) My brother, God, this has got to be 25 years ago. We were in Cardiff and stepped right on it. Fuck. And just scream like a banshee. Oh, stingray. Yeah, and I'm my with you. kids, David freaks me out for my kids because they're ocean guys. And man, they just run out there like they're Usain Bolt trying to run out to the wave. And it just freaks me out because I, I always tell them, shuffle your feet. And uh, I'm always terrified one of those guys because they say it is miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, here we go. I'll tell you right now, this one doesn't work for me, but I'll throw it at you. Is there okay. a celebrity dead or alive that you identify yourself with? Oh, fuck. Um, William Shatner. William Shatner. Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. 
Me yeah. neither. All right, I thought I'd try. I uh, I have to write these newsletters uh, for my job. I got to write a newsletter like every two weeks. So I always tell my team I'm the modern-day Hemingway, that I just write it from my boat with a big cigar, and I, I'm in the back trying to catch marlins, let my beard grow. Like, you're none of those fucking things. <laughs> you have none of those things. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I just sit back there in my Tommy Bahama shirt, I write this newsletter that chokes people up. I fight. I drink rum straight from the bottle. They're like, no, you don't. If you had a sip of rum, you'd be on the ground. So, yeah. I tried to be Hemingway, and unfortunately, uh, no, nobody else. Doesn't work that way for you? You? Nobody? Nobody. There's, there's nobody. All right. What is your, uh, what, if you had one wish for the next 10 years, what would it be? Uh, that I had a steady income coming in where I could pay all my bills and not have to do a fucking thing all day. <laughs> so you want fuck you money? Yeah. Okay. And then at that point, I would just get rid of my cell phone. Really? Yeah, I'd just hang out. Just figure, <laughs> like... But I would have to keep communication with you and Steve. And the kids, yeah. Mike. It's just you, Woods, and fucking... There are days, I swear to God, as much as we teased Steve earlier on, there are just days that feel like they are dragging forever. And being a part of that group chat is the greatest. I don't know why Steve talks to any of us. No shit. He, the guy's the nicest guy in the world. And we just fucking treat him like a flea-ridden dog. And he comes back for more because he's a good egg. Um, yeah, I'd let you... I, I guess I'd get a burner phone. So I could get my weed from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just listen to you three maniacs all day and then write things I regret. Oh, my God. What dude. would you do? Um, Go you, to every Luke Bryan concert? No, I tell you what, bitch? for the, the, next, the next 10 years, honestly, my one wish is I hope Josh finds the one. How's that? Dude, the, he's the, like, fuck that. I know. So I I'm going to find a find thousand a new one every one. night. I know, I know. But I hope he honestly finds the, the one Will girl. Chamberlain's like, slow the fuck down. He was he was dating a girl. He told me the last couple of weeks. Well, he was, I don't want to say dating, but he was basically with this girl the last couple of weeks in Tennessee, and they were supposed to go to the Nashville Sounds game. Yeah, and he was there the, last night. The, yeah, he was, but he went with my mom. I'll tell you that story in a second. So he goes, seven o'clock start. Girl calls him at eight forty. Okay, I'm ready. And eight forty. Yeah, he goes, hey, ready for what? I'm ready to go to the baseball game. And he goes, we're not going to the game. He goes, they're in the fucking seventh inning by now. We aren't going. And he was so pissed. He goes, that's it. Yeah. She just blew it. I'll never go out with that girl again. And just done. Just that, that was the move. So he goes to he goes to the game last night with my mom. My mom nice. wants to see this new Nashville Sound Stadium. It's downtown. Yeah. It's like Petco Park, but it's not Petco. It's the whole skyline in Nashville. But it's, a, it. it's a brand new ballpark. And so. To, and yeah. I, because I was at the old one. Yeah. With our boy Nick Albert. Yeah. They ripped it down. But is it same general? Same kind of big guitar scoreboard. But same general vicinity? No, or the old, not at all. Completely different? Dead center downtown, kind of near Bridgestone Arena. Oh, shit. Nice. And so, Love it. Uh, right by Broadway. Yes. And so um, it, the whole idea was he, he wanted, it, wanted to see it. My mom says, I've never been. She'll go with him. So Fun. he goes to the game. He said he got good tickets. Yep. And he realized he bought tickets for today instead of yesterday. So oh, they shit. said he bought the wrong day. And he, they go, go to the ticket office. So they go to the ticket office. They said, we don't change tickets out. They wouldn't, they wouldn't exchange. So uh -huh. he said, well, all right, give me the cheapest tickets you have, $10 a piece. 
all the way at the top, you know? Yeah. And uh, they walk in, and my mom goes, where are we sitting? And he goes, we're sitting right behind home plate, Grandma. Is that what tickets you bought? Nope. Bought the ones way up there, but we're sitting right behind home plate because I paid 60 bucks for fucking minor league baseball. But why? He and, couldn't go back today? He, he did. He went back today. Okay. And, but but they sat right behind home. And so I said, what did my mom say? Because I thought for sure my mother would say, yeah. no, Josh, you paid for tickets up there. We sit up there. Yeah. And she says, you're damn fucking right. We're sitting behind Not home plate. <laughs> they ended up sitting behind home. Then they ended, up, uh, they ended up going to a bar after. Cracked me up. Dude, I think she's done more with that kid in the last three weeks than she did the last five years. Your mom's old school. When she goes to a baseball game, is she looking... For players wearing black cleats or white cleats. That's funny you say that. I don't know what the fuck she looks at. Right? I have no idea what the hell she looks like. All I know is Josh tried to get her to watch The Departed the other day. Oh, yeah. And because my mom's the, the the queen of saying, I knew who I was going to end. I saw it coming. But you can't right. do that in no. The Departed. So she watches the movie, goes, what did you think? And she goes, yeah, I saw the same kind of film from the BBC. It was an Indian family. It had a better twist at the end. And he looked at her. Yeah, the BBC is always better than Scorsese. What the fuck, Grandma? Come on, Grandma. He was so pissed at her for not just Damn accepting it, the movie. Jesus. All right, here we go. Okay. Biggest life regret. Last question. Do you have one? Uh Oh, yeah, for sure. It used to be not signing the petition at KFMB. Because you, you, yeah, we did. We got fucked in that. We got fucked. We probably would have got fucked anyways, and then I would have felt like a weasel. So I would have said signing that stupid petition at yeah. KFMB, um, allowing myself to be so arrogant and stubborn to to realize everything was falling apart at home and not and not seeing it. Hundred percent. Not not because of anything about her. Yeah, I'm kidding. She's awesome. Um, but because of the impact it had on my kids. Hundred percent. I, I made a decision, uh, just. By being stubborn and being a guy that that impacted her, um, and impacted them, yeah, terrible. But yeah. but the great thing is, thankfully, that um, we're all great, and I can joke about stuff like that, and she's cool, and uh, yeah, I was there tonight, and, and everything's great. It's not that you would go back, right? Everything keeps moving forward, but um, but I'm very stoked that that she and I did a refi with Dan yeah. and. And laugh a lot and have good times. And our kids laugh a lot, too. Because, cool. yeah, 100%. What for you? You know, I really don't have one. You know, it's funny. I know people probably thinking uh, about Jake. I, look, I did everything I could, I think, as a dad. There's nothing I regret as a dad with with Jake. Um, by the way, October 1st, I get to address Jake's killer oh, wow. in, uh, in court. Um, it was brought up on a murder charge. And now I get to address him you know, face-to-face. And show what it how it affected our family, how it affected me. To this me. day, you aren't kidding. So, um, but no, as far as a regret knows, I really don't have any that that have affected my life. You know, yeah. like life changing stuff where this was one hundred percent my fault. No, um, I, I really don't. I, I remember in my early twenties trying to live life as much as I could with no regrets. I tell kids all the time: do the best you can to live life with zero regrets. Um, I, I'm not going to go too far down this road because you never know who's going to hear it. Um, the Erica thing bothers me to this day, and it, it bothered me really badly the last two and a half weeks. And what, what magnifies it, Dave, is you deal with people that are so engulfed in their own world, and she was somebody that put everybody else, mainly me, um, in so many ways ahead. And I miss that a lot. Not Not... 
I just miss her energy. I miss the light that she brought into a room. And then I deal with people that just fucking are mopey and it magnifies it a lot. Um, but I know in my heart there wasn't anything I, I did. The decision, she had made a decision. It's just hard for me to, to wrap my head around. But it's funny you mentioned Jake because the thing with Jake um, being here, I'm trying to think of the dates work out. So he, he passed away on the 30th. October 30th, we were doing the shows, I feel like at that time on Sunday night. And we, I had been here a couple of days before. Actually, we did a show on the 29th that night. Yes. And, and that's actually, we, I believe the 29th is when he passed. They found his body on the 30th. Yes, but we heard he was here yeah. and alive to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. He was, because I talked to him after our show. Right. And the thing was, because he and I had gotten on a really nice connection about a lot of different things that I had been here. Maybe we had been here the 27th, maybe not knowing the calendar, but I remember, you know, he, he didn't come down. He wasn't at the suicide prevention walk with Lisa. Yeah. He was on zoom, right? We saw him there a little bit and that was the Saturday. And then I feel like we were down here the Sunday. That was a Monday. It was a Monday night. No, but I'm saying I I feel like um I feel like there were I didn't see him then that's right, Dave. Then whenever he had taken the mushrooms, right? That was on yeah, that was on a Friday. That was the twenty sixth. Twenty seventh was a Saturday. Okay, so there were two different opportunities when he was usually down here in the garage yeah. and he wasn't here. No. And the first one I just let him go because there was a lot going on but i remember on the second one going like i knew he was coming down the whole thing and i think it was that night the 29th and it's just i just remember thinking like uh i should go check in on him yeah and it's one of those things where we we all do it unfortunately when you lose somebody um fuck it happened to three of my buddies with cheech that were going to come out that night and said i'll come up on sunday and he passed away Saturday, and they didn't get that chance, and they live with it. But I remember thinking that day that whatever tension there may have been with you or Rita or Josh or anybody else, I don't feel like he and I had it. I felt like no. he and I had gotten to a point where we could talk about a lot of things. I'm not saying that it doesn't change because we could have talked and had the best time, and he still takes the Xanax. And, and unfortunately, we lose him. I'm, I, yeah. I'm surely not trying to imply. No, him and I had a great conversation uh, yeah. before he took the Xanax pill. Yeah, but I really regret the fact that I didn't at least, because right now I can't tell you the last conversation yeah. I had with him. I can tell you the last conversation I had with Erica. I can tell you with Cheech. But it bothers me that I was within the same four walls of somebody that I'd had a really great connection with. And I didn't, just because I thought, let him almost let him sleep it off. And give him one more yeah, night. That's and I'll what he see thought. Him. Yeah, that's exactly. And I'll see him in two nights and he'll be here and we'll be fine. So, yeah, that's one where you go, fuck, man. I wish I, uh, that's why we always say, uh, my kid's mom said it to me at, at the end of Cheech's life. Never leave opportunities on the table. And, and I did. On that day, I left an opportunity on the table. And, again, you never know, but fuck, man. Don't, don't make a habit of it because it, it's, hard, it's hard to to get your head around. It is. All right. We'll be back next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it.
not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock a couple of times Who could I see? Back screen door, I laugh so hard. 